but I don't know. It wasn't even that interesting of a movie. Very forgettable. Avatar. Yeah. It looked nice. <clears throat> so not to put down the special effects team, it definitely looked nice. Oh, yeah, I was gonna a say I mean, as a nice. means of like a visual experience, it's pretty amazing. No, visually it's a very good movie, but like story wise, it just Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not that strong of a story. Yeah? Yeah. What's the what's the hole in the tank for it? What would you say? What what what's the what was the nail on the what was the final nail in the coffin for it? It's a very basic story. It's kind of like how they after the Matrix <clears throat> came out, they just started pumping out movies that are like the Matrix. You know. I don't I don't know, Navid. I <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen Avatar on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it was under the bromance quality section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, come on, the Sigourney Weaver Pratt Falls, loved it. Oh yeah, Sigourney Weaver was in that movie, wasn't she? Was she? Yeah, <laughs> she was. Yeah, Terry's not. Zoe Saldana was. Oh, Is that, that's how you pronounce her last name, right? Was that? It's Zoe Saldana. 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 I think it's Saldana. I've heard it like so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But I even though did you speaking of name inconsistencies, did you know that Rihanna is actually supposed to be said Rihanna, not Rihanna? Really? We've been saying it wrong for years. We've been saying it wrong I for years. I think I've barely ever said her name. I've here's the here's the problem. Zero interest. Here's the problem Come on, about Dad. it though. You haven't rocked the single ladies recently? Um, when Beyonce sings, yeah. <laughs> well, Fuck, that's right. It was Beyonce. <laughs> oh my god! Don't put a ring on that finger, Terry. Oh my you god! I don't deserve that. I'm a dumbass. No, no, here, here's the here's the funny thing about it. She didn't come clean about it until like kind of recently. So it's like, um, girl, it's kind of too late. Like everyone's gonna call late. you Rihanna now for the rest of your it's life. Rihanna? No, it's Rihanna. No, but it's it's Rihanna. It's Rihanna now. I'm sorry. Guess who you are now? You have been renamed Rihanna. You will now, from this day forth, be called Rihanna. So, but it's Rih- now we need to talk about Dave and his insistence on 448. Are we finally gonna Spartak? Kick him off of the balcony. No, Damn. that would be murder. Yeah, yeah. That would. but apparently later tonight, it has to be tonight for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. I have to go to four eighty four. Four eighty four. Yeah, I have to go to room four eighty four. Why? Because it's Dave. And why is he sending up you there? I, you up there? I I, I don't know. I, I got to go there and have that's uh that's Bel Air clearance though. We don't have Bel Air clearance. Why are you going up there in the first place? I have no idea. Huh? Well, bye Terry. We probably won't see you again. Yeah. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> if it, if it's, if it's Dave's, you know, if this came from directly from the source, the will uh, of the Dave. Terry is one hundred percent getting yeah. getting getting Etsyed. So, yeah. you know what I'm uh, you know what I'm one hundred percent sure about though. What's, What's that? that? 
that this is the Lobby Boys. Whoa, Segway! <laughs> and I am very glad to uh, introduce you all once again, and thank you once again for listening in on us and viewing us for the few that are able to outside of our home dimension. I am Naveed. I'm Zach. I'm the possibly soon to die Terry. We will miss you, Terry, and we'll see you uh, never again. My condolences. Yes. Mm. So, yes, sir. What, what do you have upon your plate that you wish to share with us? So, have you guys heard of a little board game called Scythe? Mm-hmm. I have. You have? Well, I'd like to talk about the world of that board game because there is actually a more expansive lore to it. So, uh, do, do tell. Uh, so, first off, this. Give us your information, wordsmith. This, this is a world um, made by a man called. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher this probably because um, I'm terrible with Polish names. Uh, Jacob Rosowski. That sounds right. Also known as Mr. Werewolf. That also sounds nice. right. He is a. I can dig that. <laughs> He is a artist who makes, they kind of look like those old sort of Russian countryside murals. Yeah. But the th- fun thing about his art is they have these very interesting looking mechs. And they're stuff that look like basically tank on, tanks on legs. So it's less Gundam and more Metal Gear. Yeah, it's, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have seen so much art for the game itself. Yeah. Um, and even the, even the miniatures themselves. Um, and hell, all the stuff that was a nine harvest, even. Yeah, it's so these mechs are really neat. They're it's pretty much like crude mechs, like yeah. almost um, very kinda, diesel. Yeah, kind of like city on wheels type, you know, situation things. Like you know, like these things don't look anything like you know the the sleek, smooth design, you know, literal looking robots. They're scary to look at honestly yeah. i mean they're 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 pretty terrifying there's like this when you look at it it's like um yeah i i don't want that like literally yeah. I, mean, I, w- I would prefer it stay in the game if if i yeah. if i saw okay um <clears throat> i know you guys don't really know the game because you refuse to play it with me but generation zero um you guys know about that game i told you about it sure i think i don't know did yeah. you bring it up yeah, I, did. That up I did. Yeah, I did. 100%. It doesn't you may sound have. like it. It doesn't sound like it. Um, There's no uh, ring of familiarity. Gonna be killed by Zach later. Bye. Anyway, it takes place. What what, what what kind of game is this? It's a video game. It's a video, it's a video game, people. No okay. excitement. It takes place in a poke a post a Pocahontas. It takes it takes place <laughs> it takes just Pocahontas. like it Avatar, takes, my favorite Just like John movie. Smith, it takes place in Pocahontas. <laughs> it takes place in a <laughs> No, not again. <laughs> it takes place in a post-apocalyptic Sweden. Post-apocalyptic, okay. uh, post-Pocahontas, Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, absolutely. She's on there too. John Smith. <laughs> 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 and there, there is a variant of robot alien mech thing called the Hunter, and um, it, it's very similar to that design. It, it's it's fucking scary. Yeah, like it's one of those situations, like with Scythe. Like if you if you visualize it from like a first person point of view. 
if you were just in a field and you see one of these things come out of the woods, you're going to go. <laughs> so, so let me put, no. let me let me put this right in away. perspective for you right people. Away. There's so they have this one tank for the Rusviets, which are basically the Russians, mm -hmm. and it looks like a can of Campbell's soup with chicken legs and a sickle and hammer for arms. Oh my God. So it's coming at you running and it's swinging these giant ass weapons mm -hmm. and you're gonna, mm -hmm. you're a Polish uh, rebel and this shit's coming at you. I feel like a Polish rebel. You you have to just drop your gun and put your arms up and go. That's my current attitude. I'm done. That's I'm my done. that's my whole attitude right now. I feel Pol like a Polish, Polish rebel, rebel, man. Polish rebel, yeah. I feel like a Polish rebel with that. Polish rebel, <clears throat> hashtag I Polish rebels. Put it on a shirt. 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 Sell on a stickers. Shirt. We'll, we'll make a new shirt. Just as Polish Rebel. Yeah. Polish <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a limited sale for that one. Like 10, 10 shirts. We will need to also make an artist rendition of the Campbell's soup can with chicken legs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to look at that. You, you come on. Me? Don't you want to look at the Campbell's <clears throat> chicken soup running at you? I don't want to look at Campbell's period, man. I don't buy Campbell's. You don't buy Campbell's? I don't buy Campbell's. Yo, you don't just, fuck with Campbell's? No, I don't fuck with Campbell's. You don't fuck with Campbell's. Just just a quick go. What platform would this video game that you spoke of before we move on to Scythe? Is it on Zach? PC and console. It's on PC and console. On PC and console. It's on PC and console. Okay. okay. PC and console. Please continue with your information upon that you are giving us with words of the board game called Scythe. So Scythe so yeah. is a game that takes place in the world that uh, Mr. Werewolf made called 1920 plus. And this is post-World War I. But during World War I, there was this city introduced called the Factory. And this was um, a city made by Nikola Tesla. And basically, he made like all these weapons and stuff. Hmm, but I know, I know who that is. Corporate spies basically came in, took all those designs, and basically fucked them up. Corporate with their, spies, corporate get out of town. Corporate spies. <clears throat> Somebody screwed Tesla over. Basically, I thought this was a story based on fiction. Elon Musk one. wasn't born yet, though, right? What? Elon Musk wasn't born yet, though, right? So, <laughs> so, how, well, how these so. <laughs> do you see that? Do you do you see that darkness over Elon Musk? That's the shade Zach's giving. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, though, um, the this takes place in Europe. Um, I think it's called Europa in the game, or something like that. Basically, names aren't the same names as they are, because there's like slight variations. Slight on variations, like it's a fictional universe. It's. Fictional, but also real. I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's a real fiction universe. It's a real this fiction universe. I thought universe. this game was based on a true story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like Russia is Rusviet. Um, mm. Poland is Polania. Oh. Germany is uh, the Saxony Empire. No, it's getting worse. <laughs> Saxony. Um, I forget what it is, but it's... Um, I think Turkey is still Turkey, or it's it's called something else. <laughs> Turkey, the, Turkey doesn't need change. Turkey, Turkey, Turkey is now the country. The, Turkey is now the ham. Turkey, <laughs> Turkey, Turkey. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. I know. It's Turkey with an eye. Um, <laughs> Turkey eye. And so this world was also adapted into a game called Iron Harvest, available on PC, mm -hmm. I believe only on PC. Non-spawns. Non-spawns. 
Um, our sponsor this week is actually Raid Shadow Legend. No. <laughs> Boy, do I hate hearing that. Oh, my you know, God. If we, if we extend the hand, we might be able to get them, actually. Mm. I don't know <laughs> if I have the morals to do that one. Zach. You don't have the pride? I don't have the pride. All right. <laughs> but... Um, so... Are there any racist beavers in it? Because if there's racist beavers, <laughs> I want nothing to do with this game. What the hell do you mean racist beavers? I don't know. I just thought of it. Just racist off. beavers? What? Racist beavers, you know. You've been playing to way too much Fallout. I'm telling you. That's, that seems like something that would be in Fallout. Oh, the mole man you mean from 76? The, the mole man. The mole man. Racist beavers? <laughs> racist beavers, mole men. What is this? Um, it's bad county. But... <laughs> <laughs> um so you um <laughs> stop the racist beaver god damn it dad you threw this whole shit off i want to talk to people about this great game i'm sorry Please oh my god that. are there racist beavers in it though you there didn't answer no the question racist beavers <laughs> okay. there is a russian woman okay. with a tiger okay. though let, let, wait. all right that's fine so scythe is kind of a diesel punk diesel punk game that takes place in an alternate uh, Europe where the names are a little more to their roots. Right. Um, and there are no racist beavers. There are no racist beavers. Okay, we're good. Let's keep going. Cool. Um, One to clarify. The, uh, <laughs> the models basically... Um, so the game is model-based and board-based it's kind of like civilization like sid meyer civilization where basically you're you go from one corner and your goal is to like cover as much of the map and complete these goals yeah it looks a lot like civ actually the board it does like the civ. board is really nice it actually has like some fun little easter eggs and there's uh like link is somewhere on the board uh there's oh like yeah, yeah yeah i i was i was reading uh no, no no i was watching a video about like the like the board layout yeah um and then I got hit with a with an ad about that. If you, just a little bit of a side note, um, you, you guys been seeing like those advertisements for like these giant raised board holders, like above the table. It sits above the table. I have YouTube Premium, so no. <clears throat> well, it sits it sits above the table. Well, I've seen it on like Instagram and Facebook, but like it sits above the table. So it sits above can, the table. So yeah, so you can like have your drinks and everything. That sitting. sits above the table. It sits above the table. It sits above the table. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you didn't catch on to that, huh? I was like, he's going I was this. trying to like <laughs> fucking shake you guys off of it. Sits above the table. Sits above. I'm just like, Zach, I, need, I, need, above, I didn't say anything about it. Sits it sits the above the table. table? As long as it sits above the table, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty is confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this board thing, though. No, it, it's that's just above the table. It comes in. It's like a two. It's like a two. It's it's. <laughs> so, guys, I swear to God, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I'm falling apart. It yeah, seems, it's a it's a two piece set that I like this two piece set that sits above the table snaps together, and um, it sits on these stands, and it's yeah. like a really good way for you to you know be able to hold drinks underneath it. And, you know, like if it's a bigger board game where you have like bigger sheets or things that you got to hold on to and write on, you know, you don't have to do it directly on the table face itself. It You, you know, kind of have a space for all of those smaller things. No, it's kind and of then, like 
a mini table covering that raises the board up so like nothing will get on it yeah yeah pretty much i mean it, it's you know it protects it from like spills and nice. stuff and and all that and i don't actually think it's too expensive like it's just you know like a small thing that you put together show me that later i'm actually interested yeah in i'll see if i can find it um <clears throat> but basically uh you have the in the game you play as like a leader of like your nation of sorts um but the fun thing about it is each leader has an animal uh companion that's with them like for polania it's this uh this girl and this bear uh called Wojciech. <laughs> um and as re- i mentioned before uh the russian woman has a tiger um the saxony man has two wolves even though he's shown with only one wolf on his miniature but the wolves are called Nacht and Tag, which means day and night in German. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Um, that is pretty the cool. Nordic character has a ram. Okay. Uh, the Scottish <clears throat> character has a boar. And the uh, Turkish character, she has a bird. Uh, and the Japanese character, she also has a bird. God, two birds. Fucking birds. They ran out of ideas. <laughs> birds. Um, five animals in this, in this game. <laughs> Thick and bites. It's it's a really cool game though. Um, it's got two, no, three expansions actually. One expansion is like a whole campaign that you run with the game. Uh, and the other two are additional things. So, uh, the first expansion is two more armies, and they are the Scots and the Japanese. And then the uh, third expansion is airships straight up airships and these are sick looking and it's great because the miniatures are fairly well sized they're about the size of a finger um the airships and so like they just kind of hover around the board and can basically just move over into a space and just oh no kidding yeah and i'm I'm assuming though those will be following the same like diesel pump diesel pump diesel punk template as well so they probably look like pretty pretty wicked right they are so this the thing i am sad about is that all the airships all they look the same they all look the same and i'm sad yeah i was the same i was a bit saddened by that but it's it's probably because the expansion would have been a lot more money yeah if they were all individual miniatures yeah yeah so it makes some sense it's a bit sad but we can deal with it we we can imagine it's what what they look like yeah but they do have different designs for each mech though and that's really cool and Naveed, I believe that you have recently purchased this game. I have purchased the game. I've purchased the board expansion. I have not purchased the campaign setting, which is called the Rise of Fenris. Nice. So Naveed, that sounds very uh, Nordic. Well, Fenrir is yeah. the name of the wolf that will eat Odin and the sun. Oh my God! Spoiler! I didn't get to that part in Valhalla yet, man. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Uh, yes, I, I did purchase the game, and we will all be playing it sometime soon. Hopefully next week. Mm. Are we going to do this in the game room? Mm. We're not allowed to use the game room. If nobody is using the game room, we can use the game room as long as we clean it up. We will use the game room. We have to be off shift. Yes. With at least two days yes. in between your starting shift. That makes no sense at all. Mm, I was told. No sense. I was told by Crystal we could do this. She runs the kitchens. She would know. 
Dave said, I have to be off and have at least two days prior to coming back on my first day back in case I consume any weird substances. I have no idea what you're talking David about. Just, okay. Dave just kind of okay. keeps feeding me weird stuff. It, it's really mucking with me. Mm, Dave's been doing things. He's giving me altered anthrax. Oh, you should you should go see a doctor about that. Mm. Yeah. Gotta curb your anthrax intake. I gotta get back on regular anthrax. So do you like anthrax with John Bush or Joey Belladonna? Which your which is your favorite? Because they did a kick ass version of Bring the Noise with Public Enemy. <laughs> I've not listened to enough anthrax to give a good answer. Do you take your anthrax <laughs> with or with with on or, or off, Bush. on or off the rocks? Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Scythe, good nah, game, this, this game, this game, really? game, like, yeah, it sounds really cool. Oh, it's so cool. Because I know for a while Zach was talking about it, and I'm just like, I, I thought about it. I've, I've held it my hand many times, and I'm yeah. just like, you know, I want to get another game. Yeah. And then I was just like, fuck it, I got money, I'll buy it. Yeah, we were. We. It seems like this has become a common thing with us. Mm. Like we, whenever we would. Um, go to the game shop you know we'd see these games and then like we talk about like like who's gonna get it and um we were talking about gloomhaven i was the one that bought gloomhaven so we, we had gloomhaven and i was thinking about getting scythe and then david got scythe and i believe terry has one more game that he's supposed to be getting i have a couple games i need to be getting but there's that i was thinking game We'll see who gets it first. Mm. Race to the Twilight Imperium. Mm. We'll see who gets there. So, Zach, what do you have for us this week? Well, guys. What um, kind of noise are you going to bring? Yeah. Let's what? kick the beat. Let's do it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. I was uh, trying to I'm, think of another I'm not phrase stupid. that you sounds don't have to talk 90s to me like okay. shit, but I couldn't think of anything. Don't talk <laughs> to me. You're doing great, Zach. You know how to use Stop the microphone. talking to him like my coworkers do. To me, just talk to me like Dave does. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my God, the amount of people that talk like that to me. He's talking to me like snap. He's talking to me like Dave does. <laughs> like, Zach, did Dave. you take out the trash today? I don't know, I Dave. Do you have the key for the dumpster? Yes, I did. It's not the gold key. It's the bronze key. Do you know the difference between gold and bronze? You don't. We're gonna have to have a discussion again. He lost his fake nose again. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Gonna be a real ruckus now. Yeah, man. Remember the last time he lost his fake nose? Yeah, he couldn't but find it. the good it. thing is he wouldn't go out on the Couldn't court. find it for yeah. a week. Wouldn't go out on the court. That was the best part. He just it. made a screeching noise all day, though. Couldn't find it for an entire week. Couldn't find it for an entire week. Because we had it the whole time. We had it the whole time. It was great. It was a good week. That was a really good week. I am sorry that <clears throat> I did, I did, like, do the, I got your nose thing. Like, <laughs> When he was around, so. I didn't actually think it was going to come off. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, um, speaking of noses and noses falling off, I am going to be talking about something kind of whoa. 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 And, hmm. Hmm. and that topic is The Walking Dead. Um, Comic or show? Whoa. Why are we going to talk about The Walking Dead? <laughs> Well, because noses fall off in that. Zach, Zach, yeah. Zach, listen, listen. Comic? 
show. Both TV and show. I'm going to be talking a little bit about comparison. Both TV and show? Both so, TV and show. I'm only through the first compendium for The Walking Dead. Well, I've never seen the show. Well, I've seen two episodes of the show. It's fine. You'll, you'll do. Okay. All right, guys. So today <laughs> I'm going to be talking about <clears throat> Madden. Um, specifically, <laughs> specifically NFL. Specifically the the player creator of it. Uh, it is phenomenal. It uh, is so, guys, hilarious. John Madden. Um, what happened to this? Came out with this game, right? So, John Madden in his garage built this game from the ground up. <laughs> he 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 took a bunch of spare parts he had. Um, there were some nails. There was some boards. This man built this game. His and his number one concept was, I have to design something that looks the exact same every single year. Madden NFL was born, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Until this day, still going strong. 2021. Strong like a ball. They still can't get skin texture correct. <laughs> they all... You would think they would by now. You would think. No. Um, I... I wasn't really going to talk too much about Walking Dead. I, I just kind of wanted to talk about a couple things that bothered me, um, specifically in the show. And Naveed, you read the first companion, so you're all good. Yeah. Um, I think it goes up to like the um of the governor. Yeah, you're good. You're all good. And one of the main things I really want to talk about is the entire process of you know the whole information of. How did how did the outbreak start? Right, right. That's that's the big running theme in The Walking Dead. Is is how it's without without saying what it is. I do like how um, Kirkman did reveal it. Oh, I'm yeah. wondering now. I didn't even know they revealed it. it it's it, it's it, pretty cool. Mm. It's pretty cool. Um, so the thing that bothered me the most, um, with the TV show, yeah. <laughs> It was pretty much revealed immediately. Um, yeah, was, at, at the uh, end of the season, the season one finale. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. that's because they only had like the season. They didn't know they were going to get a second one. Well, that in mainly because the audience, you know, was supposed to have that information as well. Because it's like, oh no, everyone turns into a zombie. Oh no, right? Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Walker. They we have to word. keep branding. They're biters and walkers. <laughs> biters, walkers, crawlers. Yep. Coral. 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 <laughs> Coral. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It's. You have zombies. You got to brand them right. Look out, zombie. No, 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 no. We will not use that word. That's a fe- that is a That is offensive Listen. for you to be calling me that word. We don't need to be offensive here in the South. We have to be PC with the zombie. I'm sorry. Got to be the zombie walkers. PC. Very, very niche, ladies and gentlemen. Very <laughs> niche. Yes. Well, no, it's just whenever you reveal such a big thing, you have to do it subtly, right? It's, yeah. Especially if, you know, apart from The Walking Dead, if you have a concept for a show or a book or, or, or a running series in general, and the whole plot point specifically is to figure out this one thing, 
Well, eventually when that thing gets uncovered, that that's honestly the breaking point for that series. Yeah. Because if it's revealed in a way that seems forced or rushed or unoriginal, it it's it's done pretty much. I mean, it's a really important thing when that thing gets revealed and the whole this is why the outbreak happened um and this is what is humanity's fate i was on the fence i have a counterpoint to that oh Mm -hmm. and it goes back to the beginning of the modern zombie george a romero in night of the living dead it is revealed that the outbreak came from a satellite returning to earth and the radiation that it carried so throughout those movies, we know exactly how that outbreak started. Well, a lot of people miss that. A lot of people miss that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, we still knew, though. But the whole thing of it all, and this is the original trilogy, which is Night, Day, and Dawn, or Night, Dawn, and Day. And it's about, like, how humans survive. And I think that it's a nice change throughout. Because, and I'll go on like a small tangent with this real quick. In Night, it shows like the sort of inception. And then in Dawn, it's like the attempt to continue that modern, um, I'm trying to think of like the word, um, mundanity. Is that a word? Mundaneness of just everything. Because I get get what you're saying. Yeah. And mundanity. Day is the post and acceptance of everything. I think it's like what it's said on like a newspaper in Day of the Dead where it's like a thousand to one zombies to humans. And it's all about people trying to one, get into a better situation and two, trying to live a better life in the midst of all this. And the way that it's just gone about is just fantastic, honestly. Because you know what happened. Like, the people there, like, they know, like, the cause. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a thing of how are we going to deal with it? Well, um, uh, Dawn of the Dead was more, um, it was, it was an extension of uh, Night of the Living Dead. Because yeah. it all kind of takes place during the, the big rush. And then it takes yeah. place about nine months after. Yeah. Like it's so it just it, clearly it long goes past through time. yeah, it goes goes through time. Um but yeah, it, it's a it's a good an analogy of it. Um just seeing how uh how it can going into something we've talked about before with uh how uh horror can be used as a uh, an allegory for just life yeah you know that but um i think with uh night of the living not night of the living dead um day of the dead no uh walking uh, dead sorry. <laughs> we got so many deads I'm sorry. so many deads so many deads, so many deads we, we got, got deads all over the place dead thing there dead thing there everyone's dead yeah dogs and cats living together mass, mass hysteria, hysteria. <laughs> um <laughs> But no, it's it. I think that for the most part, uh, a lot of things they touch on in 
in Walking Dead can kind of bring that same social commentary, but there's times where it just just meanders and just moves around, moves around. Little black cat's in here. Oh, it's back. Black cat is our cat who just wandered in off the street one day and will not leave. I swear to God that I swear to God that cat is a ghost. It's starting to grow eyes. I Anybody swear else to God, notice that it's starting to like get multiple eyes on its back. I was on floor. I was on floor ninety eight the other night. Mm. He showed up. Go- gone, gone, In front of my eyes. Thing is a ghost. That's not a stray. It's a demon baby. It may be a demon baby. It's a demon baby. Could be. I'd slay it if it wasn't so damn cute. Well, yeah, I, I, I know what you guys saying. I, I don't. As in terms of the, the show's perspective, because I, I I watched the show because my, my parents were big into it, and then my dad stopped watching it because he was like, this, this is getting stupid. And then my mom... It, it just... Yeah. There was no progression. Like, I, I gave up at a point because there was no moving forward. That is what I've heard. <clears throat> yeah, and... But I will tell you, the best character in that show is the only character that has ever had growth. From when I was watching it. It's the character of Carol. You see where she started out at the beginning. And then up to the point where I start watching. It's a completely different person. Oh. Uh, wow. okay, absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. And I. To remember Carol now. One thing I like better. Of the show. <clears throat> than the comic. Is. Carol. Far outlives. Her. Her comic book counterpart. Mm-hmm. She, she, she. Died in like. Somewhere in the middle it's, of the first companion. Yeah, it's because they had this whole arc planned out for Carol. And and, and that's another thing that I like well, of the I, show. I don't you... think they did. I think I think a lot of it, I think the reason why the show would meander is kind of like when Lost would at times. And, and then it picked up after they figured out what they were going to do. Oh, no. I, I, because there was a time where like, you know, like Lost, like nothing was really happening. Like things were going on and then there was new little things here and there. But like, it just kind of like lingered. Like and a lot of times that's what Walking Dead does. Like lingers the, until they figure out what they're doing. They had like a whole yeah, season yeah. of Lost where like they were, there was nothing going on. It's just people living their day to day lives. Half the season, yeah. Yeah, half the season. It was just nothing happening. You just, yeah, I love this. This is really cool. <laughs> man, <gasps> look, I, Tommy is the dedicated water boy and that's it, man. I, I love seeing Hurley's time in the sanitarium talking to Charlie. My favorite moment. Mm. You got a problem with sanitarium talks? Dun, dun, dun. Dude, they're my favorite talks. <laughs> <laughs> they're the best talks. <clears throat> but uh, the, the comic, I don't. At some point, I I just stopped reading it. Like I was reading, I was getting, uh, I was actually getting the uh, graphic novels from the library. Yeah. And and support your library and go look for comics there. They. A lot of libraries have a lot of comics, and they yeah, have, libraries really have good tons stuff. of comics. Ty read a lot of Godzilla comics, actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, like I was reading them, and uh, it just seemed like I don't know it. It just didn't keep up for me. Like, it, there was just too samey at times, and and I know that some big things happen, but you can only watch something where. And read something where, you know, all right, the group's going to battle these guys. The groups are going to battle these guys. And I know that there is a, a point where they, they start to kind of rebuild things. 
in in their ways but um i don't know just dragging it out kind of like what i'm doing right now so <laughs> <laughs> no it's so, okay yeah. and on well, to the next point no well the i think probably the thing that i i respected about the show was you know they know like there's there's tons of you know all these walkers in here but you know from a realistic point of view you know like every season like a lot of a lot of walkers get killed right and then yeah you know all this time goes by you know years start getting piled on and at this point it's like you know you live in the same general area it's like these these walkers really aren't much of an issue anymore right and <clears throat> that's one thing that i did like as the seasons progressed was you started seeing less walkers and more people right and and that's one thing that they didn't forget about was that yeah, humans are pretty, pretty fucking bad too. Yeah, and Ooh. humans Goes back to my people are the monsters. Yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Human humans at times can even be worse. Um, so I I did like how they did shift the focus from walkers to eventually humans, and then developed humans. You know, like now you have these crazy motherfuckers, and now you got these smart motherfuckers, and now you got these. Oh, strategic motherfuckers <laughs> and when they get to the strategic motherfuckers, strategic motherfuckers. <laughs> it's strategic game over i think one thing it's gonna, I, be, the, I it's gonna be the name of my uh my uh uh, uh lb lgbtq punk band <laughs> oh there you go um you got the plans um, I think that like one strategic thing, motherfuckers got the stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, to sort of piggyback off of you, Zach. Um, a thing I noticed uh, too, seeing uh, a few things is that as the series goes on, like the walkers get like more and more decrepit. Yeah, yeah, they they age. And so that is the logo. Yeah, and it shows a lot of like time passage for sure. I don't think the special effects of the uh, walkers in that show fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's absolutely looks great. Some of the best practical effects. Well, it uh, is one of the producers and writers, directors is Greg Nicotero. Yeah, Nicotero. So it's all you know. Yeah, his company doing it. Yeah, he he worked on Day of the Dead, right? I can't remember if he did. Day of the Dead. He did, He worked and, under Tom Sabini. Yeah, I, I believe. Can't remember. for sure. He, I think, I think Day of the Dead. He might have. Yeah. As I did see a thing recently where it was like a lot of people that were on Day of the Dead working on stuff there did uh, transition to uh, The Walking Dead. Because, I mean, that one is like a lot more zombie effects heavy. I mean, the movie starts with a guy with no jaw and his tongue flapping around. You guys remember that zombie? That's a great effect. I think... I think his name was like Dr. Jaw or something like that. It was something great. Dr. Jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Job. They they gave him like a really funny name. I so forget cute. what it was. It there was, was a whenever they were still living in like sanctuary, like the the residential area. There was oh, was it was it like a sewer? So one of my favorite walkers in that show uh, that like one of the like one of those scenes that I was like, yeah, I I like these parts of the show. Yeah, it was this the sewer walker that must have been stuck down there like like damn near since the beginning and it was it was covered in in mold and in fungus and like had all these like bacteria and organisms growing because it was living in like this in the sewer right and <laughs> who was i think somebody backed up against it, it this thing woke up i was like 
no, don't touch that. You need a, you need to, you you need Jesus after touching that. That thing is that that thing is nasty as hell. That thing's so and unclean it, and it made your soul filthy. I, I just I just remember when whoever did it like took a knife to its head. Oh, its us. head was like just like squishing a rotten tomato like the knife uh, the knife and their fist just went into this it just caved and i was like oh, it's one of those so things gross. where it's like should we even touch it should we just leave it down here that, that scene that scene i was like you didn't even have to kill that it couldn't even move I'm like why'd you do that i remember that one you remember that remember one, that one. Oh, so gross man i gotta see this shit now so good for, for a bit you gotta find good. it for a bit no, 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 yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll know when you're done with it you'll 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 drop off it has oh, i mean for it sure. has its moments it, yeah i it mean it has its moments i think that any show like that is going to have its moments where it's where it's like that where it's like yeah i like these moments because those moments are going to show up occasionally mm. a show like the walking dead where it has like these crazy looking zombies is going to have moments where it's like oh my god crazy looking zombies Oh yeah, you you can one hundred percent tell, um, a makeup and effects artist like would just run in and be like, "I have an idea for a walker." <laughs> no, for <laughs> I sure. I got an idea. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. I had a really bad dream last night. It's gonna be great. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, Jason, Bud, um, it's gonna be about, it's gonna be like nine hours of makeup, but trust Wait, me, you're gonna look you're good, gonna man. Look fucking rad. <laughs> So much, so many prosthetics, so, cool. so much. It's, but yeah, like like I said, it's it was just a small thing I wanted to talk about because mm -hmm. I I know that the 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 show recently has, you know, pretty much reached its end, and we're soon gonna be getting hit with the Rick Grime movies that are gonna be coming out. So oh yeah, I forgot um, those were hidden. And well, there they there is that after everything. Walking Dead TV show. Yeah. Oh. And there's that other Walking Dead show. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Fear, Fear the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. That's the, that's the pre. I honestly haven't watched that at all. Um, I've heard it's good. I, I watched some of it. I actually no. I watched the first season, and I, I I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know what I think about it. Yeah, I, I I do know what's his name. He left Walking Dead to go yeah. do that. Yeah, and um, Which, I've heard I've heard I've heard. Which kind of bothers me because of the distance. Yeah. Like to think that you want to get somebody like slightly younger. Far. I mean, travel that far and say, yeah, that's very far. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I, I've heard mixed reviews about it, but overall it's, I've heard it's pretty, pretty decently well received. So yeah. I just haven't had the. My stepdad, who's a huge the, fan of horror and to watch movies, it. says it's pretty good. Okay, well, maybe maybe I'll check it out in the yeah. future. But it's now... Will you check back in on us with this sec? Check back oh, in. We'll catch you back in. But hold, I will say... I will back say, to you, Pert. Well, say, guys. Daryl. Daryl, who doesn't exist in the comics. No, he does, <laughs> does not, not exist in the he, comics. He existed one in of the, the April one of the Fool's best, issue. One of the best is the, uh, the announcement of uh, the next issue, which uh, they were... People really thought they were bringing him into the comic, yeah, because of this cover. And um, one thing I love there is there is a Walking Dead game, it's a first person game. Oh, Survival Darryl. Instinct. Have you played that before? I've seen the mess that it is, and how interesting and 
stupidly difficult oh. it is. I, I've seen... They've had like three... Three Walking Dead games, one of which has several sequels. And the, so far, the only one that's been actually good has been the Telltale series. That was like the only good Walking Dead games. And I think they had to end that because the company was folded. They're already ending season five. It, they actually were going to end with season five, but mm -hmm. then they got like it had a hiatus and they stopped at, at episode three, but they were able to get the final two out. But it's like survival instinct sucked. And then they were coming out with a left for dead, like game called overkills the walking dead. That sucked too. <laughs> the, um, the one for VR, Saints and Sinners, actually isn't too bad. Oh yeah, Saints I forgot and about Saints and Sinners. Yeah, I, I have. I haven't physically you played it. Excited about that. I yeah, haven't, I haven't physically played it, but I've watched a long play of it. Yeah, and it is pretty impressive. It looks it's, very fun. They have some really cool mechanics in it that I'm really digging. And um, if you play with headphones connected into your into your headset, um, you play with noise too. So mm. if you're if you're a a screamy, a screamy person. <laughs> he likes to jump. I, I saw. Oh, I don't know what YouTuber it was, but he was he was playing that game, and he for, he forgot so many times about that rule, mm. and he was just like talking, it's like, yeah, yeah, this this area is really well, nice, and then you just hear, oh, I was like, oh I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> there was one where he jumped so he, he like hit the top of his ceiling. <laughs> because he, he was he was so like just into talking to everyone mm. about like man like I, I like I love the layout of this and like there's these side quests that you could do for these people and these in these missions like I literally <laughs> he got he got grabbed and he jumped so high he's like ah! <laughs> um, I need I really want to get Saints and Sinners um, yeah I'm trying to hold out for it because PlayStation's new VR is coming out not mm. too long. Um, and I, I want to, I want to get that then. Because dude, I, I let like me play that. whenever you get it. Like, I, Oh dude, absolutely. Dude, I got to get it. Well, by the shit. fact that it's like an actual like length game. Yeah. You know, not just like a, a short six hour mm -hmm. VR campaign. Like it's an actual game. And it's what they, they did with Half-Life Alex. I think, I think like Half-Life, Half-Life Alex was like 10 yeah, hours it's, long. Yeah, it's a pretty good campaign. And on top of that, they, they have their DLC for it. And I think there's another one coming out. So they, Maybe hey, maybe we'll get a a story story for Saints and Sinners. I I wouldn't cool. be against like um a series of VR Walking Dead games. Hey, those oh, game, no. those types of games seem fun, like the ones that like actually have mechanics and like you function with the world. It the only thing that unfortunately VR can't capture really well, Death. if if at all. <laughs> <laughs> your death um <laughs> peripheral vision yeah it, it's really not a thing in vr and that would my goodness if someone could figure out how to incorporate peripheral vision oh, they will they into will. a walking dead vr game <laughs> oh my god that i'd be sold oh i'd be sold god. i'd play that game forever they I, they will they will Terry's like they'll figure it out. It's, they're, it's they're working go. on it right now. Don't you I worry. I guarantee you somebody's working on it right now. You're right. Someone's gonna listen to this episode. And be like, That's a good kinda, idea. Some kind of curve monitor going around their eyes. And it's like, gonna go, there we go. full sword it art be hard online. To do it all. I just haven't seen it yet. Sword yeah. art online. Just go. You go in. Specifically made for wa the Walking Dead <laughs> Saints and Sinners, the new <laughs> Peripheral Vision 360 <laughs> VR Note X25 Oculus Rift headset, <laughs> starting at 
$3,500. Is it good? I think it is. It's got they like a lot they of They can numbers. touch you suit. They're touching me. <laughs> They're touching me. <laughs> they actually have those impact suits, though. Yeah. Like, um, they've come out with them. Like, mostly, um, it's just for your chest and stuff. But yeah. If it was, if it was, if it was a full body suit, like that, that could trigger so many like <laughs> yeah. seizures and react. I mean, just imagine getting shot with a full body suit. Yeah. Or if, or if he could be like, they're uncomfortable for or sure. If he'd be I've in heard. some, uh, like, some game with the wind blowing. And it just kind of gives you this like little feeling of the like the wind blowing. Oh, that sounds cute. Uh, I would have to pee so quick. <laughs> Zach, just that feeling. Zach. What if they did that in a remake? Mist. 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 Ooh. Yeah. Not bad. Riven, actually. Riven, the sequel to to Mist. That that would actually be pretty cool. Well, I mean, if we had a full bodysuit, just imagine like a um, like a game with like a dynamic weather system. Mm. Like a like a tornado, it's like, oh, I can imagine like this twelve year old boy got this full body suit on, and like this tornado is coming at him, and his mother walks in, it's like, oh, sweetie, this game looks so cool. It's like, no, mom, you don't understand what's about to happen to me. It's like, mom, don't know, don't leave the room. Don't leave. What's wrong, sweetie? Get nine one one on speed dial, and all of a sudden, she just sees her son. Flung around the room. It's like the exorcist. <laughs> Tommy, what's going on? I don't Tommy, know. Tommy! Tommy! Old priest and a young priest. <laughs> <laughs> this house has been cleansed. Oh, man. Uh, well, be fun. but I mean, that's, um, but yeah, that's you can what dream. I talk about. It. It's dream. I, I like I like Walking Dead a good bit and yeah. um and well apparently <laughs> something good's come out of it. the v, the, <laughs> the VR is not a bad idea at all so nah, nah. Little, little Tommy dying in a nah. twister <laughs> little the, Tommy uh, the, the end result of Walking Dead <laughs> good going Robert Kirkman thanks bitch so so Terry what do you have for us well I you know um I like a lot of tech and stuff and uh, I know nothing about tech yeah. Yeah, it's true because Naveed's a very analog person. He likes tactile <laughs> stuff. You know, he likes books. Pens, I am paper, extremely and, analog. Yes. Um, not bad. It's not bad. I, I, I like texture. Yeah, not bad it's at a all. Fun thing. No, that's cool. But um, not dying. I, I love. I love. Uh, um, I like my digital media, but um, what's been going away because of. Uh, everything streaming and all that, and there are ways to to do this. And I, I, I I'd like to think that maybe one day uh, studios will do this. Because if you look on Disney Plus, they kind of have behind the scenes stuff. But basically, what I'm talking about is like special features on DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, it really how how it's so rare now. It used to be even like the slightest movie would give you some kind of behind the scenes stuff yeah. audio commentaries and all that like i i i love audio commentaries for like a lot of the movies that i uh i'm in love with uh it, it kind of bums me out some directors david lynch uh <laughs> doesn't do audio commentary Quentin tarantino um but i i get why they don't I, i'm cool with it but i, I like a, a good, lot of interpretation stuff so yeah, yeah i like i like a good behind the scenes stuff 
if M. Night did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think if M. Night did an audio commentary, it would just be a gospel about him and why he's the best movie maker ever. So whenever we did Avatar The Last Airbender, we were really trying to recapture what it was. I think there is a commentary on that DVD. (laughs) Is there? I think. Oh, my God. Are we going to pay two bucks just to find out? I think we have the DVD, too. Maybe we don't. Huh. I'm not really have one. I'll have to to look it up. Find out. That's what the audio commentary is. Next time we wander (coughs) uh, to the thrift shops and stuff, we can look. This. I'm positive it does. Now, this scene of Ong um, airbending and earthbending at the same time really encapsulates um, what would happen if I used 20% of my brain. How it's not, <laughs> how it's not funny at all. It isn't. Look at all the white people. It's so... And, like, they cast, like, one non-white person. And it's not even, like, the right nationality. Because, like, um, the Air Nation... Uh, no, not the Air Nation. The Fire Nation is supposed to be, like, I think more, like, based on Japan, right? Fuck, what are you looking at me for? Because <laughs> you know more about Avatar than I do. Um, I used to remember, like, what the representation was supposed to be. I uh, Maybe Japan? I think it's Japan. It very much has that similar architecture. But, like, it they got, um, maybe, oh, I, maybe it's just evil China. I don't know. <laughs> No, that's the China Earth Nation. Is fire. Um, oh my God, what was um, that actor's Sunday? name who played um, Zuko in that? What was the actor's name? Oh no! Why are we talking about Avatar still? Because <laughs> I remembered this shit. Now I want to answer your questions, but I want to hear what Terry has to say. Should <laughs> <laughs> that go on? We'll talk okay. after. <laughs> <laughs> Just your why are you looking at you, me? you know what? There's somebody right now going, you know what? What I wanted that last time murder question answered. God damn it. Is it you, Jordan? Is it you? Is Jordan? it you, Jordan? Jordan? Jordan. Is it you? Jordan. 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 Don't Jordan. Don't add us on Twitter, Jordan. Jordan. Don't add us on Jordan. Twitter. Jordan. Look around because I'm watching you. Jordan. Jordan. Do you Jordan. want do you want to display Warzone? Listener Jordan? Jordan. Jordan. We'll get on Warzone. Check <laughs> check the closet. Warzone, Jordan. Warzone. <laughs> Tricked you with that one under okay. the bed? Nope. <laughs> All right, back to uh, that's right. I'm in the window. Now Check that we've ceiling. now we've probably annoyed uh, other people that are listening. Um, <laughs> no, no. It, it it it. I remember like there'd be movies that would come out. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what the extras are gonna be at. Sometimes like it'll have a second disc, and you're like, what's on the second disc extra? And you you look on the second disc, and it's like, why'd they even bother with the second disc? <laughs> it's it's the widescreen version. It, 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 well. There used used to you be. Remember used that? to be. You would have the pan scan on one side of yeah. the disc, and the uh, which would they call full frame, and then the widescreen on the other side. Which version was it that you hated the most? The pan scan. Okay. Full frame. Because like, yeah, it, it would cut off things, and then there would be unnatural movement in frames. <laughs> what? What, what are you doing? Uh-oh. Zach, what one are you sec, doing? One sec, one sec. Okay. Um, hello. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I was. Uh, I recently purchased um, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest, 
Um, I, I saw, I, I, I bought the double disc feature edition. Um, I, I have the first disc, um, but I, I think there was some factory error because the second disc is the second data disc for Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, <laughs> is is that a, is that a mistake, or can I can I can I pop that in my console? Um, just just give me a call back whenever. All right, well, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, there's uh, drawing a blank in the movie. But it had like a 30 minute behind the scenes and it was like really maybe 10 minutes of behind the scenes what because was it was just like the same video footage the whole way through it and just different people talking pretty slowly. Not having like oh, for the other 20 minutes of it. Well, no, I, no, it was like all the same footage and it was just people talking like, like you could have cut this down to like. A normal electronic press kit is where a lot of DVD features came from. Uh, Criterion, you know, pretty much brought all this. Um, a thing I think about with that, it, you've actually reminded me of this, um, is this is, you guys remember when that uh, Star Wars Blu-ray collection came out? And it was mm -hmm. like the biggest thing that happened for Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I have that. And I remember the last disc. The last two discs, which were like the special edition stuff, there were documentaries mm -hmm. on there. I think all of them narrated by Mark Hamill about how they made the movies. And like he went into detail about... It was a, it was a lot of the original yeah. like that, that would have been on like uh, CBS on like yeah. a, a Saturday night. They would have like some kind of weird uh, like yeah. Promo for the movie. It was basically just like the documentaries about them, and it would show like mm -hmm. the scenes, and it was like, "Here's how we animated Jabba." Mm -hmm. <laughs> my that best. Was, that my, was a terrible hand. <laughs> <laughs> but the point Look what is, I did with Jabba, or, I got my hand right up Jabba. We're <laughs> sorry, hand. Mark. <laughs> now, we love uh, you, Mark. But th there was please for please for please. a lot of people. Um, there was uh, the the features were kind of their film school. Yeah. You know, they would they would get in there and they they'd see it. Um, they'd understand what a lot of people do because you'd get some crew there, some key crew. Um, but yeah, it would it would really uh, like some movies you could really get uh, super immersive into it. Like, yeah, like you can watch some of this stuff and some of the behind scenes stuff and even some of the commentaries and. Like they explain, like you know, well, we we kind of had this idea for the scene, and then so and so came up with this, and it really kind of rocked our world. You know, just hearing that little bit of stuff, like uh, the Usual Suspects. I have watched that movie so many times with the audio commentary because just Christopher McQuarrie and, and Brian Singer, uh, talking about the origins of it, some of the behind the scene stuff. Um, some of it's really funny, you know. Uh, uh, Brian Singer like mimicking Chaz Palminteri and <laughs> and Chaz Palminteri goes Singer what are you doing? <laughs> um, it, it just really really made it worth it, you know, like buying the movie. And now it's like, um, it there's really nothing on it. Yeah, you get the movie, but you might as well just stream it. Yeah, you know. Uh, but they have the capability of getting some of this stuff on there because netflix has even had uh um for uh dark crystal they had it not dark crystal uh they did be uh for their age of resistance shows i think it was like uh 
beneath the dark crystal or something mm. like that, which was literally like a whole documentary about how they made the show. So anyway, <laughs> I, I'm trying to like support I, your I, I thing here, man. No, 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 I I can't remember the name of the show right now. Uh, it's driving me crazy. It was uh, the one with Kevin Spacey, Robin Wright, uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yes, thank you. Uh, there is where you can watch the first episode of that, which David Fincher directed, with a commentary from David Fincher. Oh wow! Like they can do it. Mm. It's just a different audio track, and you know they can do these things. Um, like I think it especially something like that that's made for the streaming platform or uh it's on would be a nice bonus you know and and if you look at what um uh, well here's another thing they that Netflix did they put in a con uh, uh <laughs> they put in a commentary track on Daredevil for the blind that describes what's going on in the episode. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's really sweet. I don't know if that's like a little Easter egg thing or like what? Yeah. It's, it's a cool little thing. Like it just shows they can do this stuff and, and like filmmakers like to talk about their work, you know? Yeah. You're not going to get a uh, audio commentary from Quentin Tarantino or David Lynch, but you know, They'll do interviews. They'll talk about their work, their process. Yeah. You know, that, but, you know, interpretation is up to you. You know, just yeah. ter- ter- Terry breaks into the studio and be like, you guys can do these things. Can, you can do these things. You used to so, do these things. So this I can is think a about thing that can be done. So I can, this will attract people. I can guarantee. All I can think about is just, you know, they're making some movie. Push open doors. It's like boom, gentlemen. You just come in. It's like <laughs> I am here to listen to you. Listen, Mr. You can Netflix. Do these I need to things. talk to you for a moment. You can do these things. It is possible. You can do it. And then he just and then he just leaves. That's and it. I, I just that's go, it. I go, All right, hang on a second. I got a little video of Shia LaBeouf to show you. I need you to watch this. <laughs> what? Don't mind the ponytail or the green screen. Just listen to what he says. Oh. you can do it. Um, Did he have a ponytail in that video? Yes. Everything else was taken down except the 10-hour version. So, um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's definitely something that, that it kind of killed physical media a little bit. Uh, I know that since people don't buy so much, they go streaming. It's not really in their best interest. But before streaming even happened, there were so many bad DVDs that came out. Like That's why... You, You'll look and they'll be like, well, why are like five copies of this movie? It's because they they had special features and no special features. And I got to say, animated menus is not a fucking special feature. <laughs> no, it's not a special feature. <laughs> it's cool, but it's not a special feature. Being able to go f- switch audio types from like surround sound to not surround sound is not a special feature. I'm sorry. It's not. Oh, I, th- I thought you meant like those things where like, you know, like those old DVD menus where it'd be like, no. whoa, it's all transitioning. Yeah. Boom. It's the menu. That That is like literally, if you look at a lot of early DVDs, that is one of the special features on it. That's one of the special features. Animated menus. Was really? Yes. Man. I mean, those animated menus were cool, but that's not a special feature no, at were. all. I, I think they all had it to... was was clips from <laughs> a movie. I think they had to write a rule sheet. <laughs> so 
what exactly specifies as a special feature? So commentary, um, animated menus, the, mo- the menu doing anything that is bonus content would be a special. <laughs> well, feature. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, though, Terry. I, I, I remember my grandparents have a pretty big DVD collection, but specifically, they have a lot of Disney movies on DVD, and you know, like as a kid, it was really cool to to like watch Finding Nemo, and then watch like their you know their behind the scenes on like mm-hmm. how they came across like you know like the final design for Nemo and yeah and, and and story writing and that that was really neat to see um because the next time and all the other times that you go back and watch Finding Nemo you you now have this this new education mm-hmm. almost that's like oh yeah did you know that Marlin was actually supposed to be voiced by this person and 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 Dory was was supposed to be a manta ray or something you know like something mm-hmm. like that. It, it's it's really cool to see yeah. the thought process. Oh, I can't remember if it's still on like the Disney Shorts on Netflix or if it's just still on like the older um, Disney discs. But it was um, it was it was Disney and the like these guys, all these um, screenwriters and directors got together. Like they had this lunch. Mm-hmm. And this was where like a lot of their big ideas came from, like mm-hmm. Toy Story, Wally. Yeah. yeah, and they all wrote them on the the tablecloth at the restaurant. And that's how like uh. the, Yeah, yeah. I, I can't re- I'll have to see if I can find the video. Yeah. It's it's like a cute little like two minute video. It might yeah. be on uh it might be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Section. Yeah, but they were talking about like this is where a lot of these concepts came from, like Monsters Inc., um, Toy Story, like they wrote somebody like drew like Woody and then like an early design for Wally. And like, mm-hmm. this is where we get a lot of these early yeah. 2000s movies from was from this lunch. So that mm-hmm. lunch was a very significant pillar in, in Disney's history from the, from all those guys meeting together. And, well, the Pixar stuff, they're, yeah. they're so far ahead. If you, if you watch, yeah. if you watch uh, a lot of the, cause they put out really like Disney really did put out a lot of really cool DVDs with like when they had a second disc, there was something on it. Oh yeah, yeah. The, you, there was a reason that second disc was there, and there was a lot on it. I mean, the first disc had stuff on. The second disc had even more, and that's where you get into that really behind the scenes, like, like, the, well, you know, we were having trouble with this, and then I was sitting in in my house, and I was looking at a bottle of water, and I started paying attention to how the condensation would go down on it, and then I figured out, oh, okay, yeah, if you do this and this and this, and oh, okay, yeah, now we have sweat in the movie, and it's going to be great, you know. So yeah. really stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> back it's, when Disney had heart. <laughs> well, even well, here here's a here's a small little thing. Just even what I saw the other day, I yeah. was I was scrolling on Instagram, and I I saw um you know like a a screen by screen yeah cutscene uh from God of War PS4 of Kratos and Atreus, and it's the scene where Kratos is is pulling the boat with Atreus on it. And it's a side by side of the actors because that game used full body moderation. Yeah, that's a thing very commonly done. That well, that's nowadays, that's I pretty think. much done in, in most games now. Full body moderation, and yeah. um, he's just pulling this boat. And it's just really cool to see, like, like these guys are acting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. it's, like it's not, it's not just a video game where there's, there is like, full displayed emotion now. Like yeah. we we can see that. And captured in in these characters' faces because we have real people making these faces and they're not just animated anymore. And 
I that's definitely part of the charm of God of War itself, but just modern day gaming itself. But continue. That kind of reminds me of this thing I saw actually from the behind the scenes of Rango. And it was this really fun underrated thing. movie. Underrated movie. movie. Such a good movie. Yes, so, <laughs> so good. Such a good movie. But the thing that I saw was that um before they would actually animate the movie, um, they had like all the voice stuff already, but they they would get the the actors and they would like put together like these little sets. Yes, mm-hmm. it was filmed mm-hmm. like a play. And they would just like throw like together like this play of the scenes. They'd have like the animators on set like recording and like taking notes and stuff, and they just would have the actors just like acting out these scenes. And look at the video of it. it, it it really it's such it's a made that thing. movie look yeah really good. it's such it's a really thing. fun and it adds an extra layer of character to it yeah. all and just how much fun they had on it and, and i think a lot of the a lot of a lot of the special features can really help you appreciate the movie you already love i think that good example of that is the lord of the rings oh my god i was watching this i had the four discs yeah of, oh, had had past tense yeah. what happened uh, life Oh, the um things and to sell it to, to pay your rent. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Not my rent necessarily, but <laughs> gas. But um, oh no. <laughs> but I was looking at the special features recently because I've been reading the Lord of the Rings books, um, and I was like, oh, and because like, my mom's watching the movies right now, and I was like, oh, how'd they do some of this stuff? Because I heard this thing about how they like lifted the ring on a crane at one point for a close-up shot, and I learned actually that. They had a lot of forced perspective things in that. And they actually did this really cool thing where in addition, where how they made uh, the hobbits and dwarves look smaller is they would have like one actor sitting on one side of a table and the other actor sitting on the other. But they would do this thing where there was like this hole in the middle mm-hmm. and they would move the dolly. Yeah. And one actor moved with the dolly as it did. Yeah, moving sets and all that. Yeah, it, it's pretty it, cool. it was a really cool thing to see. Um, just how they did it and like how they had multiples of several uh, sets mm-hmm. and set pieces. Um, like they had like several different size rings. They had one ring that's like as big as like two hands. Mm-hmm. The science on set, man. That's that's the yeah. thing right it's there. It's so amazing. Like the the workarounds people will do um, and some of the weird things that they do. Like um, the weird like is the word sinew. Like uh, whenever the alien opens its mouth, like the weird um tube things on the side in the alien movies i don't know it's like thin layer of like skin it's a particular type of thing that i don't yeah know the name of but, but they will go with somebody screaming we'll go <laughs> we'll go with <laughs> sinuous filler sinuous filler but basically so like for the thing on the uh the jaw of the alien whenever it opened they actually had uh condoms that mm-hmm. they used because of how rubbery and thin they looked. Um, and yeah. it just worked for uh, mm-hmm. the scene. And it's really funny. And just like how many things are just like food or. Um, oh, it's 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 crazy how much in movies where you find out like, oh, well, we, you know, we have this kind of syrup and then these are melon balls. And, and you know, and then yeah. there's there's, you know, uh, we have oatmeal and, and, and you know, there, there there's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> there's it's a dog. like what yeah like um, we're at the rewind is what the hell is he talking they about? tried to actually do that with uh alien threes they tried to have a dog as the dog mm-hmm. alien but this it didn't look right yeah so they yeah, went so CGI. so for that shot um if you guys actually notice in the background you'll, you'll see that the shadow looks a little bit off um that's jeff for, fucking up again <laughs> for, <laughs> for for us to be able to really in, in capture the essence of of what a rat looks like 
um, we actually used surprisingly a bulldozer as <laughs> the the shadow puppetry to to get the rat. So yeah, <laughs> it's weird because they will do stuff like that where it's like some kind of weird extra movement. Like I think it was in Night Rider. Um, they would just have like a guy inside of the seat of the car, just driving with his arms underneath mm-hmm. the wheel. Um, well, well, no, no, it was he was lowered down. Oh, he was lowered down, and then in the back seat. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, and then they just would have no. Oh, I think I don't know, but it was like this mm-hmm. thing where it was like camera trickery and all that. Yeah. It's fun. Talking uh, talk about the so stuff yeah. gets me excited too. It does. Yeah. It's so fun. It's just very to see exciting work to talk around. about. Oh, I can't tell you how many you times do a whole I, would, episode I would watch about something, it. then I'd hand somebody. You got to watch what, what 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 they're talking about in here. It's great. Yeah, that's why I love movie making so much. Movie making so much. <laughs> what do you think they used for the bear in Brother Bear? What? <laughs> But, but it was animated wrong. They used a real bear. <laughs> they had a bear that, in the They studio. used a real bear. It ate only one person, but it was a good bear. That reminds me of like how they made they made like the roars in like the Jurassic Park movies by just mixing different sound bites mm-hmm. in. And like the Godzilla roar is just um a rubber glove soaked in like syrup or something, um, sliding down a ch- like a cello in reverse. Yeah. yeah, and that's what you see every time he, he screams. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rubber glove, the, the rubber glove. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, people just watch this extra stuff. You know, just look at the people who work hard at it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Naveed. Naveed. Yes. I hear that you want to talk about something very, very. Re- Related to our show, which is multimedia. What do you have for me? I have for you one of the best something. bands of the recent century, or the recent decade. Coed and Cambria is probably, if not my favorite, one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. ever. And the reason why is not only because they make some kicking guitar riffs in their songs. But also because of the fact that there's a story that goes along with each album. Mm-hmm. There is a story, you say? There is a story that goes along with each album. Um, except for? Except for, um, oh my God, what was the name of the album? It was like the album that Claudio Sanchez, who's the uh, front man for the band, wrote for his son, I think. Um, give me one second. You second. You can do it. You can do it. Um, the Color Before the Sun. That is the only album that doesn't have any story to it. But every other album has a story to it. And the story follows along in this saga called The Amory Wars. And The Amory Wars is a science fiction sort of fantastical setting taking place in the Heaven's Fence, which is a collection of 78 planets and seven stars. And the band's logo is actually an example of that. It's a triangle with one circle in the middle, um, three circles on the points of the triangle, and three circles in between those circles. Mm-hmm. It is a very cool design, first mm-hmm. off. Um, well, before you go on, I don't want to... I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but uh, I do know that uh, in recent years, 
of all people, Mark Wahlberg has uh, a stake in bringing the story to life. That'd be very cool. Yeah. If it so did get, there was some traction for a little bit, but uh, I guess he's not talking about it anymore. So, yeah. but do go on, sir. But so basically, and this follows um, two titular characters and their son, their son named, and the two titular characters are Coed and Cambria Kilgannon and their son, Claudio Kilgannon. Whoa. I got you. I got you. Um, I don't want to go too deep into it because one, I haven't even finished the first volume, mm. and two. Well, I mean, the albums tell the story too. The albums tell the story, but the comics give a more straightforward version of that story. Mm. Yeah, but it's really just—it's a really interesting story with how it's done, and <laughs> it can get kind of nuts sometimes. Like the one thing I remember is. I've said this before, but in the album, A Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4, there is a song called Ten Speed of God, Blood, and God's Blood and Burial, which is about um, this character called The Writer having an, a verbal argument with his bicycle over if he should kill a character or not. And this is like a demon bicycle called Ten Speed. And in the comic... There is a frame of just this demon bicycle coming out and saying, look, I'm a fucking bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just, I'm a fucking bicycle. That's the energy I need right now. It is the yeah. best energy. I'm a that's, fucking bicycle. That's the end. I'm a fucking bicycle. It's great. <laughs> well, you know, you know, what's funny. Um, just real quick, David. I'm, what? I looked up some Cohen and Cambria stuff just to, you know, keep up speed with you just in case like I wanted to add anything else. Yeah. And um, <laughs> one of the things I came across literally he's co-heading Camper yet emo. <laughs> just, just, no. just that. I guess early co-heading Camper could be considered They are somewhat? considered to be emo pog rock. So I mean more recently it's been more alternative uh prog rock. Yeah. But definitely like uh second stage wind turbine and uh in keeping, I was gonna say uh, second stage, uh, turbine and vac vaxis that would be more of like the alternative. Second stage turbine was their first album. No, that would that would have been like you know like the alternative, and not the not the emo because I guess emo stuff is more like <clears throat> their middle albums. But I think the transition really was with Afterman. Okay, which I can't. I'm trying to remember the order. I think it's. Um, no, I have to look this up now because I knew the order before. Um, but well, you have thrown for anybody me has never listened to them. Uh, I I had friends telling me about Code and Cambria many many times, and then like, oh, you got to check them out, got to check them out. I'm like, all right. Uh, and the first album I listened to them from was their first album. So that's when uh, my friend was going cuckoo about it. But um. You'll notice that the singer has a different type of voice. <laughs> he has. I really like, like Claudio I Sanchez's think, voice. I can't think of anybody else that sings like him. Like, like I, I know some people are like, oh, he looks like. I can't think of anybody that has the same. He's got one of voice. those voices. Is he good? I and, dig and it. And then when he talks, it's like that. It doesn't sound anything. He does have like a fairly low voice too. Yeah. But it definitely is like a very <clears throat> higher sounding. All right, I pulled up a list of their albums. 
Mm. Uh, it's the second stage turbine blade um, in keeping of Se- secrets, silent earth three good Apollo and burning star Four, volume one fear from fear through the eyes of madness. Good Apollo and burning star Four, volume two, no world for tomorrow year of the black rainbow, the afterman ascension, the afterman. Descension. I messed up with year of the black rainbow. Cause for a while it came, it came with a novel. Vaxis came with a novel also. And I'm, <laughs> but yeah, uh, ear of the black rain. Like I held up my hand. I'm like, I should just get this. Why, why am I get it? And you can get it now digitally, but you couldn't get it because it was out of print for years. It was drove me nuts. Yeah. It drove you nuts. It drove me nuts. But it's, <clears throat> it's a nice collection of albums. And I really like, um, so I, me and a few other people who are among the fence, so to speak, the, um theorize that claudio sanchez wants to make a musical okay because there are a few songs that i've listened to and a few music videos i've seen where it's like this feels Mm -hmm. very much like a musical and i'm sure that he would wouldn't say no to it no because like the music video for old flames Mm -hmm. is literally people breaking out into dance yeah and sort of Going along with the words, and do you there? Do you people have a problem with music? No, but I just think he wants to make a musical so bad. He wants to make one, but yeah, um, well, no, they, like you know, going into you know the fact that they are a multimedia band, yeah, because you get the comics, uh, novels, um, yeah. videos. Uh, th- there have been figures. There have been figures. There have been some uh, figures. There's coffee too. Uh, I didn't know about the coffee. There's coffee. Yeah. They have made a coffee called the Beast and the Knowledge. Nice. The Beast is the code name for Coheed Gannon, and the Knowledge is the code name for uh, Cambria Kilgannon. Right, right. Now, what beans are we talking about here, though? So, um, if I'm right, Give uh, us the, beans. the Beast the is a Colombian <laughs> dark roast, I believe. Mm, and Columbia. the knowledge is a lighter coffee of course and they have their own cups too mm-hmm. oh. they look very interesting i definitely i need to get more of this oh um great thing they, <laughs> <laughs> um oh i got it hey um <laughs> the band recently made um a song last year that came out that I, oh yeah um that's called jesse's girl 2 they made it with um rick springfield rick springfield and it's about how Jesse's girl is actually insane and murderous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Naveed, Naveed showed me it. it it's really, it's a it's really something else. Song. And it's one of those songs where it's like the band has some heavier songs, but this is one of the really fun ones. I I actually can't. The funny thing about that, I actually can't listen to Jesse's girl anymore. Yeah, because because, because of that. So like, I just I'm just like, all right, I'll just listen to. Part two. <laughs> Cody and Cambria and Rick Springfield wrote Jesse's girlfriend. <laughs> it's been a while since I've uh, I've listened to that. Uh, I, I listen to that song every once in a while just because it's such once a every fun. month I, it has to be done. <laughs> I listen to a lot of stuff. I recent I talked about this a while ago, but man, I I like a lot of um sort of their prologue songs, so to speak. And that's like the first song that starts. Um the song for the most recent album, uh, The Unheavenly Creatures, was like this opening na- narration by the character of Baxis. And it goes like, No, no. Who's Baxis? No 
Vaxus. Who's Vaxus? He is the child of the characters in the Unheavenly Creatures, which are Spider Sister and Creature. Okay. See, when you bring stuff up like that, you gotta you gotta kind of clue everybody in. <laughs> Man, I'm not. Even I, fully I know. I know in. you're. I know you're in this, but you Every, know. everyone's like Vaxus. Yeah, I got it. I know who that is. I got it. I know this. I know, I know the idea is. is to you know bring stuff people's attention that you know yeah and you're very passionate about. i this. am very passionate um and like uh it's the continue on my tirade but the opening <laughs> my, tirade. <laughs> my tirade for uh, the opening for good apollo and burning star four volume one is this very sinister sounding string and it's very low and then it goes into like this very light uh guitar song mm-hmm. which has like kids laughing in the background it's like a very light song sounds like my washing machine and then it ends with the lines of um i'll kill all of you yeah and then goes right into welcome home definitely which is their most well-known album because song song, right oh my god i keep saying you're you're not a fan man (laughs) but it's their most well-known song because one it was in the uh, trailer for the movie nine if you Mm -hmm. guys remember that movie oh yeah yeah oh wow and it starts with um the guitar line what was it from um it, it's very reminiscent of Kashmir. Kashmir, that was it from uh, Led Zeppelin? Yes. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Um, well, that's the, the uh, but the, the main riff is very, uh, very reminiscent of Kashmir. I haven't listened to Kashmir in a good while, you can mm-hmm. tell. <laughs> um, he's, he's only in it for the guy in Cambria. <laughs> I mean, for the Cody Cambria, nothing else. I'm in for the CIA. And I'm, I'm in it for the coffee, actually. <laughs> I was told we were getting coffee. You know, David Lynch has coffee, too. Yeah. The, David Lynch has coffee? I actually yeah. was talking about this with... Um, <laughs> Why did you say the yeah like that? Mom and Ryan recently was that a lot of like rock stars and like older celebrities are coming out with coffee rather mm-hmm. than alcohol right now because... I forget who was in the interview with, but they were like, well, we're, we've been clean for like 20 years or so, so we can't really make alcohol. So instead, we go to coffee. What the one sh- addiction to another addiction. What, what, one addiction to shit? a very guys, minor one. Guys, we need a coffee now. We need a coffee. <laughs> um, where we are we gonna, co- Zach? Where the hell are we gonna get this funding? Can't be, can't be that much money to get a coffee made. We need so so. This isn't like a thing where we're like making a recipe of coffee. This is like beans. Of coffee being sold. Naveed, all we need to do is go to the monkeys in the jungles of Malaysia and have them individually pick the beans, put them in baggies, and then, you know, we'll, we'll come up with branding later. Topless caramel skin women? Caramel. Caramel. Skinned? Skinned women. I'm going to pull us away from this before it gets really weird. Skinned women. What? I'm going <laughs> to. What? Um. Huh? <laughs> Brazilian ladies? The, um, Are you Brazilian ladies? Are you Brazilian ladies? <laughs> Put your hand down, it, Terry. It's <laughs> really uh, good with some of these songs with how heavy they sound. Yeah. Like, there is some power behind uh, the mm-hmm. song, The Dark Sentencer, because it goes into bum, bum, da, 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 da. No. Table. but it like it's for audio. this this passion that he has i don't know if i like this fire right now he's gonna destroy the whole fucking room <laughs> <laughs> he'll flip the table and we'll have to pull the plug in another episode <laughs> um, pull the plug so 
it's a nice opening song because it just jets you right into this. Mm-hmm. And Zach, you've heard how heavy this song sounds. I have. I have indeed. I have. I have put the pedal to the floor many times to the song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, they have great guitar solos mm-hmm. in it too. It, it's it's pretty awesome. It is. It, I mean, there's really no other way to describe it. There's no other it way. It, it's just pretty awesome. It's man. so kick ass. What's the uh, what's the the uh, prequel, uh, the uh, stuff he has for the prequel? For? There are two prequel albums actually. Yeah. The first prequel that came out was the Year of the Black Rainbow, and that takes place right before. No, um, he has uh, he has the solo albums that are prequels. Oh my god, I forgot about the solo album. Are you even a fan, man? <laughs> dude, I do you hear how much I gotta remember here that no, I put good, into this condensed you're, section? You're all good, man. There's yeah, I there's, know. They, I know. there's there's so much. Lot. But there's a lot. Yeah. The main band, the main band prequel albums mm-hmm. to specify have been two: The Year of the Black Rainbow and I then goodness. the Afterman. The Year of the Black Rainbow was sort of the thing that made uh Coed and Cambria Kilgan and the characters like leave the organization they were in to start their own family because it was like this crazy shit that happened with this mad scientist slash religious leader. You're speaking well, like t- an tell angry you senator right now. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, why don't you give us like a before we finish up, uh, kind of a don't really don't go into too much detail, but give like a loose. Uh, story for us. Wait, which part of the story do you want? Just anybody that might be interested in in this to kind of how you would explain it to them. Yeah, so, grow your cult, David. <laughs> <laughs> Improve your flow. I'm working on the pamphlets. So the <laughs> so speak. there the comics are, um, the main comics, which are where a lot of the story that people are getting from, are um, second stage, uh, ter- uh, second stage blade, um, and then in keeping of uh, in keeping of secrets, and then good Apollo. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main story uh, that starts off in uh, second stage is basically that. The sh- this shady organization that basically is in charge of like the key work, which again is this collection of planets, goes to Koei, Koei and Cameron and is like, you gotta kill your kids. You gotta kill your kids. And they kill their kids. And then they find out, you didn't actually have to kill your kids. We just want to kill you. We don't have to deal with them. But Claudio escapes. And so like, while Koei and Cameron are making their own escape, uh, Claudio is like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And just in the midst of all that, just sort of becomes this chosen uh, messiah figure uh, who is supposed to like save the keyword. I think. Yeah. <laughs> All of this I'm is on not... pure speculation. So this is from <laughs> most of the first volume in okay. some stuff that I read online, but okay. it's a crazy Most of it story. was from WikiHow, but it's <laughs> all right. Wikipedia, not WikiHow. WikiHow would be how to tell people about Koei and Cambria. Yeah, I can definitely tell you you're looking <laughs> at that. Or, or, or I, saw, I, saw you, you saw, I saw you peeking Wiki at your how, phone during Wiki, that. Wiki, WikiHow. WikiHow. All my Brazilian ladies, all my Wiki Brazilian ladies. Get me out in Brazilian I definitely... Uh, recommend the band Coheed and Cambria though I don't know when their next album is coming out 
Um, but I do know that there's going to be five parts in the series of Vaxis. Act One came out, and they're still together. They're still doing stuff. Uh, COVID definitely put an impede on things, but there is a new album in the works that I don't know when it's coming out, but hopefully soon. Watch it be announced like right after we're done with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, post editorial. Well, well, then it's coming out next month. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it firsthand. You can find David Mitchell on social media. He, of course, will be touring with Corhead and Cambria. Um, I would. I do you would. you want to talk about the boat thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Neverender Cruise, which is their cruise from was Miami to the Bahamas, where there is Cohen and Cambria and several other bands playing live on the ship. And several things related to the Amory Wars, including uh, themed drinks, rooms, costumes all this stuff that it's over sounds expensive it is over a thousand dollars for a ticket <laughs> it sounds expensive um, just just for i would just per but person, i don't have the money like just talking about that i feel like my wallet's like really empty right now <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> oh no my wallet's empty well guys it it has been it's been an episode like always it's mm-hmm. been um, real it's been episodic uh, Navi, your 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 passion with uh, with Cud can't be as pretty fierce, man. My passion with the things I like are maybe, very fierce. Maybe sometime you could, uh, you know, get it was uh, give us a nice big topic or uh, one of the albums break down it from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. Buy buy us cool. tickets for that cruise and get the um, cruise to happen. Yeah, you know, we'll get the cruise. To, we'll get the cruise. <laughs> I get a lot of money, but not that much. <laughs> that's like a whole page. That's almost a whole paycheck. All right, for guys. Me. <laughs> Well, we, of course, will be back next week with another fresh new episode with fresh, fresh new topics. We're going to burn Ooh. your soul. I mean, we're going to have a fun. We're it's going to feast on yeah, your we, face. Yeah, we, we can fix that in post, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we can, can fix, fix that, that in post. post. Gonna well, um, uh, oh, oh, shit. Guys, yeah. we have to get back on shift. Yeah. I All right, get so up. our oh, break time's shit. over. So I'm Zach. I'm Terry. I'm going to be going to the 48th floor. And I'm Naveed, and I'm going to rock with you again later. And we will probably, with Terry, see you next week. If we can save him. I'm unsavable. Good night, folks. We love you all. I love you much. I think the episode's over now, so you know it's all good. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Forty-eighth floor, guys. Forty-eighth floor. Are you gonna be okay? Oh. Mm. He said, "Bring a gun." Do you specify which kind of gun? No. Shit. Do you have a gun locker here? Yeah. Yeah, in the basement. I have the keys. It's sub basement. It's Remember? It's a hotel. All right. And? I don't know. All right. I'll see you guys later. See you, man. Good luck. All right. Later.
Huh. I did not expect to see this in here. In addition to the fact that they have a ton of things in there. Great. Uh, it was very...